Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, the early break fun show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. Good discussion of Husker Volleyball. Moving on to the Elite Eight against Texas tomorrow night. Thanks for Kerry Cohorn for joining us also, talking about Nebraska basketball, their shooting woes, and how they can get over that. We are now joined, though, top of the hour, sit by a former Nebraska staffer, now currently the special teams coordinator and outside linebackers coach at Tennessee. That is Mike Eckler, good morning, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it has been a, a pretty good year for Tennessee, seven and five, and with a new head coach and Josh Heupel. I guess off the bat, I ask you what what was this year like, and, and what has been the response to Josh Heupel so far in Tennessee, and for you working with him? I'll tell you, it's been a crazy year. Um, you know, we were down uh, a bunch of scholarship players this year with the situation we walked into. And one thing about Hype is, I mean, he's a tremendous coach, tremendous leader. Not one time did he ever make an excuse. I mean, his whole message all year was, hey, guys, we're good enough to win, and we're good enough to win right now. You know, our margin for error just might not be real big, so we got to play clean, we got to play smart. And, and um, I mean, he's just he, he's phenomenal. I think he's one of the best football coaches um, I've ever been around, and, and a, just a tremendous leader, a tremendous head football coach. <clears throat> Mike Eckler joins us. Mike, your special teams played a huge role in t- in Tennessee's success. I'm looking at a, a team composite ranking of special teams in the SEC, Tennessee number two. I mean, you're particularly strong at punt cover, punt return. How did you get that unit going so quickly in year one? Well, our kids really bought in, number one, and, and – it goes back to I give you know Josh Heupel. He's in every meeting. Oh boy! Uh, he, the importance he places on it is second to none, and you know and he, he understands. I mean, it's a it's a huge part of it, and and um, so that's first and foremost. And then our, just our kids, the buy-in, and they they just we had we had a lot of fun with it. I mean, we go in the meeting, we start every day off with twenty-five minutes of special teams, and and I'll tell you what, now it, it's on now. I mean, it is. We whistle while we work. We get after it, and, and um, the environment that that's been created here is is a lot of fun for the kids, and it's a lot of fun for us. Mike Mike Eckler joins us, coach of special teams at Tennessee, former Nebraska assistant, David City native. I call you a David City native. You're a David City native, right? Well, yes and no. That's where I was technically born. My grandfather was a doctor there, and, okay. and um, that's where my mom and dad were born, and. And my mom, actually, her brother, Bob Martin, was an All-American in Nebraska. So kind of grew up in, in the locker room, so to speak, there. And, but then really born and raised or raised in Blair, Nebraska. Mike Eckler. So, Eck, Eck, come on now. Give me a sense of what kind of energy you want to inject into that, that first meeting of the day, the special teams meeting. How do you get it going? What, what, what's the Mike Eckler way? Well, I mean, you, you've got to bring energy in special teams. 
I mean, Sip, I, I don't, we don't recruit these guys to come play right guard on kickoff return. You know, you got to make it, you got to make it fun, number one, and you got to make it where they understand when they come in that room, uh-huh. they're going to learn something that makes them a better football player. Mm-hmm. So we always talk about transferable skills, right? How does it make you a better defense player? How does it relate, make you a better offensive player? How does it make you a better football player in general? And so our meetings are totally interactive. I mean, I'll ask questions. I mean, it's like a doggone cult in there, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I ask a question. You got eighty guys in unison. You know, say I'll say make a full. Eighty guys will say ass ah, speed decision. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got we it. Freaking, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we have some fun now. Some stuff that I can't say on the radio. <laughs> I, but, I understand, uh, but but it, it's fun. You had the chance this year to play against Mark Whipple. He's the, he was at uh, Pittsburgh, and they, Pittsburgh beat, beat you guys 41-34. He's Nebraska's new offensive coordinator, uh, Mike. And I'm curious, what did you see from Pitt and, and the offense, and what do you think Nebraska is getting with him as a coordinator coming to Lincoln? Well, first of all, I'm glad he's going there because we play him again next year. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> um, all right. And um, yeah. I'll tell you what, he's really he, – he's I've followed his career, I mean, for quite a while. And he does a phenomenal job. I think Nebraska just hit a home run there. And I'm I'm happy for Scott. I'm happy for, for the state because I think that I think he'll do phenomenal, phenomenal things. He um very, very multiple in his offense. I mean, really does a great job in my opinion of, of using what he uh the the skill that he has. And I mean he's he's been in about every offense from you know, what he did in the NFL to when he was a head coach at UMass to I mean he he's 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 very 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 um hard to defend uh mike eckler joins us tennessee's special teams coach and outside linebackers coach coach now here's the thing i've looked at tennessee and nebraska sometimes in sort of this similar light two kind of giants that have that have struggled to be giants in recent years do you see parallels now you're in you're in you're at Tennessee now. You were at Nebraska in the Pelini years. Do you see parallels in those programs? I do. Um, I, I see just a an incredible, passionate fan base in both. Yeah. And I mean, at Tennessee, we have 103,000 people that show up, and and they'll check the checkerboard the stadium. I mean, it, it's crazy now. I mean, it, these people get after it. They love it. Same as Nebraska. Mm-hmm. When I was there, and we had the 300 straight shutout or sellout, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and when, when the three years I spent there, I mean, shoot, uh, all three years, we really we won the North mm-hmm. in the Big 12 and, and, and two out of three, you know, we should have won the, the championship. So we were right on the cusp of, of uh, doing some great things. We just couldn't quite get over that hump. You know, here, we, um, we got a chance. I mean, we got a, a real chance to, to build this thing into a, a monster. And and I, I couldn't be more excited. We got an unbelievable staff. We got facilities. It's like Disneyland. I mean, it's crazy here. Josh Heupel. And you have Josh Heupel, who you are, a, who you swear by. Why? Why do you swear by Josh Heupel? Well, this part of my recruiting spiel. All right, so I'll quiz you on on, on air. Okay. Right, who won Who won the Super Bowl last year? Jake Bucks, Tampa Bay. Bucks. Yeah, Tampa. Okay, Tampa yeah. Bay Buccaneers won the uh, Super Bowl. All right, Tampa Bay Buc- Buccaneers with the Dominican Sue and Levante David. Yeah, Levante right. David and Sue. Le- Levante David and Sue. Right. All right. Uh oh, we lost Mike. 
Oh, did we just lose him? Uh, we'll try him back. Harrison, hey, Harrison give, hit give, that. give him a call back. Yeah, he might. He I think he pushed the wrong button on his phone. Yeah, he was quizzing me, and then I yeah. was scary. I, <laughs> now, would you please help me with this? Yeah, I'm going to help you. Please well, chime I, in. I helped you with that one. Yeah, I know. I got you. Tampa I just Bay. blanked out. Yeah, yeah, I, I got the NFL covered here. Yeah, we'll get Mike back on the phone here. Yeah, I'm curious. So he's he going to quiz us. I don't like this quiz. I don't like this on air quiz. He mentioned Indomitian Sue, Levante David. Yeah, on the Bucks this past year. What he was doing here was an was. A recruiting spiel for mm-hmm. Josh Heupel and the Tennessee Volunteers program. So. Yes, we'll get him back here. So Harrison's dialing back up, but uh, again, we are we are, we are joined by Mike Eckler, who's currently the Tennessee special teams coordinator and outside linebackers coach. He is a, a former Nebraska assistant back from 08 to 10 here in Lincoln. As he mentioned, they they won two of three Big Twelve North titles. We are now joined back by Mike Eckler. Uh, thanks for joining I, us. All right, Chip. Sorry about that. Man. Quiz. I lost you there. Quiz. Um, Driving into work here. Yeah, that's um, All right, so, so Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl last year, right? Right. Last time they'd been to the playoffs was over 10 years ago. Okay. All right, what, what happened? Why Why did they win? Who came to town? Brady, the quarterback. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom right? Brady, The yeah. goat himself. Yeah. Okay, so peewee football, NFL, college, you can't win without one of those guys, right? QB. You can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it. Okay. So Josh Heupel. You uh, go back to 1999. Okay. He goes into the University of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They had won five games the year before. First year, boom, won eight games. Next year, 13-0 national champions. That was that hype. Guy, that was hype. You know, and runner up in the Heisman Trophy should have won the Heisman Trophy, but he won, he won the real trophy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, point being, so he has a cup of coffee, hurts his shoulder in the NFL, and gets into coaching. Coached a few Heisman Trophy winners. Coached a, a bunch of first-round draft picks at quarterback. Everywhere he's been, they've they've had quarterbacks. You go to Missouri. I mean, he had Locke at Missouri. Drew Locke. Right? You go um you 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 go to UCF. He had about three guys that he Rolodex there. Uh-huh. And so everywhere he's been, he's had a dude. Well, guess what? It's because he can develop them. Uh-huh. He is a quarterback whisperer. Uh-huh. And. And the fact of the matter is, it gives you an opportunity to win and win big every year when you got one of those guys. Look at what happened this year. Our quarterback, transfer, he was a um, transfer from Virginia Tech. And Hook, um, he, he wasn't starting at Virginia Tech. You, you put, him in, put him in with hype, put him in this system. The guy, shoot, I mean, he could have been up for the Heisman. I mean, had an unbelievable year. And so, I mean, it, that, the proof's in the pudding, man. I mean... He's done it everywhere he's been, mm-hmm. and and that's why that's why I mean we got a chance to do something amazing here. Why do kids gravitate toward him? What is it about him? What is it about his personality and the way he goes about things, Mike? He's a he's a real dude, man. He's a RLD, a real live dude. <laughs> and the guy, he, he just if you sat down, I mean, you just sit down. He's a normal guy. I mean, doesn't come off as I mean he's. He's he's easy to talk to. He's approachable. He's just a he's a great person, and he just happens to be a great ball coach. And he's just a strong, strong leader. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievably organized. He he reminds me. I've said it before. Reminds me a lot of Bill Snyder, okay. the guy I played for. Hmm, yeah. I mean, the guy is that organized. We'll come off the practice field and he'll have two pages of notes, and he'll come in my office and he'll be like, "Hey, heck." I like this. I didn't like this. Why are we calling it this, that? You know, I mean, like, damn, 
man. Can I take a shower? <laughs> uh, I'm joined by Mike Eckler of Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, I'm curious, Mike, when you, you, you guys played both uh, Alabama and Georgia this year. Those teams are both yeah. in the playoff. I, yeah. I'd ask you, first of all, were you surprised at how the SEC title game went down with the route of, of Bama, of Georgia? And, and what do you expect in the playoff of, the, of both those teams? Well, I mean, we played Alabama, and it was 27-24 in the fourth quarter. I mean, we, we were right there. And, um, and you know, they're, they're obviously very, very talented. And, and then we played Georgia, and, and you know, we, we, it was close for the first half, and they kind of pulled away. We didn't score in the red zone, and kind of it was a difference in the game. Um, but two very, very talented teams loaded with five-star guys and, and um, really – um, very when you when you look if you line them up they're starting eleven on offense and defense and line them up next to each other I mean they, they look very similar and so you know it's just Alabama's quarterback in that title game mm-hmm. played in, that played at an elite level mm-hmm. and that was kind of the difference so it did, it it surprised me a little bit to be honest with you but um, nothing that Coach Saban or Alabama uh, you know does really. Truly surprises me. So, yeah, yeah, I got. They're, they're both really. They're both great teams. They both. Either one of those teams could end up winning it all. It's just kind of who gets hot and and you know you play a game, and every game you can play a hundred times. They all unfold differently. Yep. And so, I mean, that game, Alabama just kind of got on a roll, and Georgia couldn't quite get it, uh, get them, get them stopped, and just kind of snowballed a little bit. Told by Coach Eckler from, from Tennessee. I'm, I'm curious. I want to go back quickly to special teams with that you are in charge of it, of Tennessee. Nebraska had a poor unit this year, Mike. It was it was not just kicking. It was it was really all parts. They were they were better at kickoffs than they were previous years, but still not much returns. Um, it really didn't ever have a chance to make anything spark there. Like how much how much of practice is committed to that, and, and why do you believe that is so poor right now at Nebraska? Is is it a simple fix, or is it going to take a while to fix that here? You know, I, I have not seen it, and I haven't mm-hmm. been a part of it. So honestly, it wouldn't it it would be unfair for me sure. to even comment on it. To be you know, but I can just tell you, like from our standpoint, you know, I puts a ton of emphasis on it in practice. You know, pre practice meetings, walkthroughs. I mean, it, it's important. And and the the unique thing about special teams is you can yes. have an unbelievable game plan. And you can have all these different things you, you know, have schemed up and you want to use. And you might not use any of them. You know, you can have all these great returns and you might not get a pitch to hit. You know, you might not get a punt that's returnable. You might not get an opportunity to block it. You might not get a kickoff return. You might, you know, to, uh, to return. Mm-hmm. So you, you've got to, you've got to be ultra, ultra prepared for um, <laughs> an amazing amount of different scenarios. And, you know, in, in some games, I mean, shoot, some games you might get a, a, a opportunity to have a huge effect on the game. Some games, hey, your job's just to play clean and, and you really, you know, you're not going to show up a whole lot. So you can't, you can't force things on special teams. You got to kind of let the game come to you. And you've also, like my role with hype um, is, is to help with game management more than anything to think about situationally a step ahead and, and really kind of get in his ear and say, hey, hey, you know, coming up here, um, you know, third down towards midfield, mm-hmm. you know, the situation right now, 
are we thinking if it's five or less, do we want to go punt safe here? Do we want to return yeah. it? Do we, you know, if they score here, you know, do we um, do we want to have hands team ready to roll because we're up by 28 points in the fourth quarter? Uh-huh. And, you know, just different different scenarios, tossing them out to him and kind of talking through and giving him, giving him my opinion. But ultimately, he's the head ball coach and, and he's the game manager. So it's kind of to help facilitate his thought process, and he's got a lot on his plate. I mean, he's you know knee deep in the offense, and and um, so that's that's just kind of without rambling on here. Yeah. No, that's how, good. That's interesting. In terms of a specialist coach, I'm curious. You know, last year Nebraska had the Big Ten Kicker of the Year in Connor Culp, and this year you had he missed a lot of kicks. He got pulled by the end of the year, and they had a backup going to this place. I'm curious as a coordinator. You know, you can't help a guy make a kick, but what do you tell a person like that that they they have the potential to be good and falls off? Like, how do you just get back in their head that they are a good kicker and get them back in the game? Uh, I think I think a lot of it has to do with how you how you handle adversity. And if you're if they feel all that pressure and they go out there, I mean, hey, if they miss one, you you got to act the exact same as if they put that right through the upright. And then you've got to go back to film. I know enough just to be dangerous. And I tell these guys, I'm like, look, I'm not going to change your stroke, and I'm not going to change your swing, you know. And, mm-hmm. and um, but we we talk through it and, and um, analyze it. And 99.9 percent of these guys have been born and raised with kicking coaches. So a lot of these guys, like truthfully, they'll go back and and they'll analyze film with their with their kicking coach and and and. Um, you know, kind of work through it that way. But again, I think more of it, it's just a mentality. You know, you can, I kind of equate it to golf. So I, I just tell them, Hey man, just smooth the seven. Yeah. You know, don't put away the damn driver. Uh. And, um, you know, just, so just that, smooth that's the your seven. coaching tip. That's, that's your coaching tip of the day. I like it. I like smooth it. Seven. I like it. Smooth the seven. seven. I like it. Okay. You're going to play, you're going to play Purdue. In the Music City Bowl on December 30th. Have you started looking at Purdue yet, Mike? You know, you know what you're getting into here. I have. I mean, I've been literally just flew back in, landed at at 10:30 uh, last night. So I've been. We've been gone right, on the road nonstop. We got. I'm driving in official visits right now, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and so I've had a chance, like in the hotel at night. I've got on my iPad and I've watched a few of their phases. And they're they're a good football team, so we're, I'm excited. But I haven't studied them. I'm studying them like, you know, like Sunday, I'll, I'll lock myself in my office and, and, um, and have a pot of coffee and rock and roll. If you got questions about Purdue, just dial me up and I'll help you. I'll sift through that with you. Okay. Hey, I appreciate it. I'll get right on that. Okay. okay. Coach, great stuff. Thank you for the time. Good luck in your bowl game. And we'll chat with you again down the road. Good job. Hey, sounds great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you guys. All right. Take care. Coach Mike Eckler, again, the special teams coordinator and outside linebackers coach at Tennessee. The Volunteers, 7-5 and this year, are going to play Purdue December 30th in the Music City. Yeah, that's 8-4 and Purdue. And Mike's Mike's, um, his uh, special teams were strong this year out of the gate. Like I said, if you look at the composite, a composite ranking, they were number two in special teams. Um, And it's not like they're laden with talent. They're not. Well, um, he's got a lot out of that those stuff. Guys. Changes the game. If you if you're not a great team, special teams can help you become a respectable team.
Yeah, I mean, if you can win consistently two phases of the game, if you can win special teams and defense or special teams and offense or offense and defense, if you're playing well offensively and defense, it can offset the special teams problems. I think of like, this is the NFL, for example, but in 2006, I'll take you way back then, the Chicago Bears had a, hor- a horrible offense. They had Rex Grossman at quarterback, yes. but they had a great yes. defense and they had Devin Hester yes. and Robbie Gould in special teams. That's and right. those they won... Low-scoring games with their defense, and because they get a kick return mm-hmm. or a punt return, and would always make their field goals. That's how they won. That's how they got to the Super Bowl. They lost, but they made it all the way to the championship game mm-hmm. without offense being their main reason why. I bet it was emphasized. And you, you heard Eckler say, "Do you hear that? Heupel is in every special teams meeting. The head coach is in every special teams well, meeting." We talked with Jeff Pudzina of Northwestern. Earlier this year, he said the same thing of Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, that's same good thing. Coaching. They start and end practice with special teams up there, point. and he's in both meetings. Yeah, that's a good point. So, so there you go, Eck. Eck, thank you to Mike Eckler. Yes, that was great stuff. If you missed any of that? It's on the podcast page at theticketfm.com. But great stuff there from Coach Mike Eckler of Tennessee. When we come back, uh, is there any buzz around the Heisman? It's tomorrow. It's more tomorrow. Are you hello? Are you, are you curious? Are you interested? <laughs> it's up next. An early break in the ticket. 